What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another brand new installment of Renegades Reviews, exclusively here, as always, on the Casa D18 Studios channel. I, of course, am your host, the Renegade JJ Williams. And today we're here to talk about the second installment in the Ninja Turtles trilogy, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, The Secret of the Ooze, from 1991, starring Paige Turco, David Warner, Ernie Reyes Jr., Francois Chow, Brian Tochi, Adam Carl, Robbie Rist, Lori Faso, and Kevin Clash. What's going on, everybody? Thank you for joining me here for the second installment of the Ninja Turtle series. I told you guys yesterday how much the original Ninja Turtle film meant to me growing up as a child. This one is just right up there. Let's get right into it, shall we? We begin our film with Kino, who's a young pizza delivery boy. And he's in the process of making a delivery to April O'Neil. Who else, right? On his way to deliver, Kino encounters a burglary in process. He detours and he tries to place the, the thugs, the villains, under a citizen's arrest. But the thieves who see Kino as an eyewitness, they begin to attack. However, they're unaware that Kino is a skilled martial artist. Side note, Ernie Reyes Jr. is such a skilled martial artist, he was the in-suit stunt double for Donatello in the first film. Think about that. He came from out of the suit as an in-suit performer, stunt double, to have a lead role in the sequel. So Kino is a skilled martial artist, and he takes out the small group of thieves. Unfortunately for Kino, however, that small group isn't all that there was. They were part of a larger group who emerge ready to take on Kino. Lucky for Kino, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles show up and they take out the robbers, tie the men up, and then vanish after saving Kino. They take the pizza that he was delivering because it was going to April anyways, leave the money for the tab, and Leonardo, Donatello, Michelangelo, and Raphael, along with their master splinter, all dine on the pizza with April. See, now they're all living together because the Foot Clan knows of their sewer lair from the first film and April's apartment was destroyed in the first film. So now they all have a place that they live together. Leonardo is in the process of trying to find a new underground lair for them to live because he feels like they're starting to become a burden on April. And Raphael wants to kind of come out of the shadows. He figures, you know, he's already they've already saved the world from the Foot Clan. Why can't we be a little bit more out there now? We then cut to a junkyard. 
And Tatsu, who was Shredder's right-hand man from the last film, and we didn't really talk about him that much because he only had like a, a minor role. He wasn't really featured that much in the original film. But now he's basically the leader of the Foot Clan with Shredder presumed dead after getting crushed in the compactor. So Tatsu is hiding out with the remaining foot soldiers in this junkyard. And they're trying to get the Foot Clan back up and running. Shredder shows up out of nowhere. He's alive after having been presumed dead, but he's seriously disfigured after the trash compactor incident. We then go to April, who's interviewing Professor Jordan Perry from Techno Global Research Industries, or TGRI. I'll just be calling it TGRI the rest of the review. And she's interviewing him about a potential toxic waste leak. Professor Perry assures April that there's nothing wrong. Everything is under control. No need to worry. However, at the same time, scientists discover some dandelions which have mutated because of the leak. Like they've grown exponentially in size thanks to coming into contact with this toxic waste. April's cameraman, Freddy, who's actually a spy for the Foot Clan, discovers the mutated dandelions and reports it to his master Shredder and Tatsu. Shredder orders the Foot to kidnap Professor Perry in order to investigate him and interrogate him. Meanwhile, back at April's place, Splinter reveals to her and the turtles that the canister of mutagen that mutated them was created by TGRI. So this isn't the first time that the turtles have encountered TGRI and their shenanigans. Their whole existence is because of a can of ooze created by TGRI. Obviously, they want answers themselves, so the de Turtles decide to go to Professor Perry and try to talk to him as well. Unfortunately, the Foot Clan gets to Perry first. They kidnap him, as well as grab the very last canister of ooze that is remaining. The Turtles attempt to get the canister back, but they fail. After their defeat, Kino goes to April's apartment and tells her that he has a pizza for her. You know, he was trying to deliver to someone else in her building, but they skipped out on the bill. Since she orders so much anyways, you want this pizza? While he's there, he discovers Splinter and the Turtles. He obviously remembers the Turtles from them having saved his butt with the thieves earlier on. So he gets introduced to the turtles and their origin story and everything. Meanwhile, at the Shredder's hideout, 
Professor Perry is forced to use the last of the mutagen on a wolf and a snapping turtle, which mutate into Toka and Razar. And with the imminent threat to April's safety, the turtles begin to actively look for a new home. They know now that it's only a matter of time before Shredder and the Foot Clan try to find them again. And they don't want to put their friend in danger. After an argument with Leonardo, Raphael breaks up from the group, while Mac Michelangelo ends up discovering an abandoned subway station. Feels it's the perfect place for the turtles. Raphael and Kino go off and they defy Splinter's orders. Kino, having met them at April's apartment, wants to join the Foot Clan to help them because the Foot being a fraction of the reformer selves is out there trying to recruit people, especially people with martial arts ability, to join their numbers. Kino being young, having the skill that he does, thought that maybe he could join the foot and then report back to Splinter and the turtles about what's going on. Splinter didn't want any part of that. So Raphael and Kino decide to disobey, and they place Kino into the Foot Clan anyways. However, at the junkyard, they're busted by the Foot. Raphael ends up getting captured. Kino's able to escape, gets back to April, and he tells the others. The other three turtles arrive to save their brother, but they're ambushed by the foot, Tatsu, and Shredder. They discover that Shredder is still alive, and Splinter shows up out of nowhere to save the turtles once again. However, Toka and Razor are unleashed. The turtles find their new adversaries are too strong to defeat. They need a chance to plan and group and and come up with a way to defeat these other two mutated animals. During the fight, Donatello finds Professor Perry bound and gagged, and the five of them make a tactical retreat to their new subway sewer lair. Perry tells the turtles, that he created the mutant gen and it was an accident. Like they were trying to do something else and they ended up making the mutagen. This disheartens Leonardo, Donatello, and Raphael because they've always felt that there was something more to their existence, something special about them, almost as if it was like created by a higher power. Shredder unleashes Toka and Razar into a nearby neighborhood. And he allows them to run wild, causing destruction and havoc. The next day, Freddy sends 
a message to April that Toka and Rezar will be unleashed in Central Park if the turtles do not meet the Foot Clan at the construction site. Perry develops an antidote to the mutagen, being a scientist, with a little help from Donatello. And when the turtles confront Toka and Rezar, Leonardo and Michelangelo are able to trick them into eating it. However, Toka and Rezar discover the trick and begin to attack. They throw Raphael into a dance club where Vanilla Ice is performing, and a huge fight ensues. And Vanilla Ice begins to perform a ninja rap while the turtles take on Toka and Rezar. Eventually, the turtles are able to turn Toka and Rezar back into their natural state. Baby wolves and baby snapping turtle. These were just babies all along. You know, the most fierce creatures that they could find. They were babies. The turtles then decide to take the fight to Shredder on the dock. But the Shredder has consumed the last of the mutagen, turning him into a super Shredder, making him bigger and even more powerful than he was prior. During the fight, Shredder destroys some of the dock and it collapses on him. The next day on the air, April reads a press release from Professor Perry, thanking the turtles for saving him. When they return home, Splinter asks if they were seen. They tell him no. Splinter then holds up the evening newspaper with them on the front page, and orders them to do backflips as punishment as our film draws to its conclusion. This film is damn good. You know, when I was younger, I believe I liked it more than the original. But as time has gone on, I definitely feel I appreciate the original more. But it's still a damn good film. The inclusion of Vanilla Ice you know, which a lot of people these days would see Vanilla Ice and they'd just start laughing. But you got to remember, y'all, in 1991, Vanilla Ice was one of the hottest performers on the planet. Him and MC Hammer were like taking over the globe. So to have Vanilla Ice in the film for that scene and doing the ninja route, huge business back then. Huge. Super Shredder, of course, we discovered many years later, was Kevin Nash. Back when the film came out in 91, I wasn't a wrestling fan. Didn't know who Kevin Nash was. It wasn't until many, many years later when I became a wrestling fan that I discovered the connection. When I first learned it, mind blown. Definitely. This film was dedicated to the memory of Jim Henson, who, as I talked about yesterday, the Jim Henson Creature Shop created the suits 
for that the original film as well as this film kevin clash back is splinter you know touched on him yesterday the original longtime performer of elmo from sesame street so much in this film now, if you remember yesterday i kind of talked about the ninja turtles as it relates to the burton verse schumacher batman films teenage mutant ninja turtles 2 the secret of the ooze is batman forever okay much lighter than its predecessors it's definitely got more of a campy feel to it but it's still a damn good film just damn good those of you that have been following me for a rev for a while you guys know that batman forever is actually my favorite of that series because i'm a huge riddler fan and in the 90s i was a big jim carrey fan he is one in one two I was bound to love it anyways. But Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2 is Batman Forever. Definitely a step down from the original. Where the original was darker and grittier, this is a lot more lighthearted, bright, campy. But none of that takes away from it being a good movie. When it comes to my rating for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, I do have to be fair. And I don't quite hold it in the same esteem that I hold the original Ninja Turtles film anymore. So I'm going to drop down. I'm going to give it three and a half out of five stars. Three and a half out of five. It's still a damn good movie. but. I don't feel like it holds up as well as the original does. Let's make sure we get out there on social media. Hashtag Casa D18 Studios. Hashtag Renegades Reviews. Hashtag Renegade Returns. Let's get all those trending. Get the word out there about us. We've been going now for almost four months, guys. Let's try to get that word of mouth circulating. Don't forget, of course, also the ever-popular hashtag shenanigans. Merchandising. Merchandising? What's that? Merchandising. Come, I'll show you. Merchandising, merchandising, where the real money's made. Make sure you do what that commercial just told you. Go to teespring.com slash stores slash Jeff Meacham Network. Get you your official Jeff Meacham Network logo t-shirts. Talk Wrestling, Meet Mania. Get you your official t-shirts of the Casa D18 Studios Brotherhood. Your Renegade J.J. Williams shirts. Stat Boy Sports Bar. Dad's Not Always on Wrestling. And so much more. Tomorrow, back right here on the Casa D18 Studios channel. For another brand new installment of Renegades Reviews. Make sure you tune in as I close out this chapter this trilogy teenage mutant ninja turtles 3.
definitely not going to want to miss that one. Thank you guys for tuning in today. Leave your thoughts on Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2 in the comment box below as always. I appreciate each and every one of you. And I will see you guys next time.